Hi, I'm Kim Wilson. And I'm Natasha Marchevka. And this is Speechless. Welcome to our behind-the-scenes take on Real Life and VO, where we share our stories, our resources, and our unsolicited opinions. And we have got a show for you. Yeah, this is great. I'm so excited. Barbara Hennessy from Tribe Pictures agreed to be on our webcast. Hello. Barbara does a lot of casting. And Kim and I really wanted to focus on casting. We're going to do a lot more casting interviews this, this year to gain insight and knowledge and share it with our audience. So Tribe, I'll just read the little blurb, is yeah. a video production company specializing in business storytelling for corporations, organizations, and academic institutions. And I found Barbara, Barbara found me, should I say, <clears throat> on Voice123. Um, so she shares a lot about um, the pros and cons about being on that platform or doing online casting and also the do's and don'ts for talent. So you'll want to hear this. And Barbara herself has over 25 years of experience in the TV and film industry, managing all of Tribe's client relationships and production workflow. She knows everything basically there is her to stuff. know about casting. Yeah, she knows her stuff. So lots and lots of tips in this show, you know, as we do so often anyway, but she's been very generous with her time. So grateful. Have a listen. If you um, can never can't make a show or don't want to make notes, please do jump over to our website, speechlessvo.com and sign up for our email um, list because every Monday we'll give you a preview of what the show is, give you all the takeaways uh, in a and note, the resources. In note form and yeah. the resources and the drink recipes can only be found in those emails. So just saying you'll um, want this week's. So check out this show. Hi. Hi. Barbara. Nice to see you. Thank you. Barbara so Kim, nice. Kim, Barbara. Nice Hi, to Kim. meet you. Hi. It is so nice to meet you. Thanks for agreeing to do this with us. It's fun. And, <laughs> you and, hope. And, <laughs> I'm not often on this side of the camera. I just want to warn you. Right. Let's start with sharing our beverages, shall we? We just like to raise a glass yes. and cheers. I'm coming in with my favorite Bengal spice tea. Um, it's everybody's favorite at my house. So cheers to you. Barbara, uh, what did you bring? Not mine. <laughs> I, um, I was really on the fence about what to bring mm -hmm. um, timing wise, but I decided in the end to forego the glass of wine at four o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon and to bring what I usually have here at my desk, which is, I love this mug. It's a hand warming yeah. mug. Oh, so um, in the winter, you know, when it's just so it cold, I warm my hands on my tea. And today I'm having tension tamer tea and ah. celestial seasons seasonings. It's perfect. Oh, both going with celestial seasonings. Yep. Shout I out am, to celestial seasonings. I am having the tension tamer greyhound. <laughs> Kim's always got a tension tamer. This version is a greyhound. Hmm. Yes, it is Cheers. pretty though. Yum. Cheers. 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 Yay. Thank you so much for being here, Barbara. It's a, a pleasure to have someone of your experience yeah. and your um, sort of the theme of casting in the corporate 
world, even though you're entertainment, media, corporate, all the things we have just had last week, um, the head casting for Pandora radio. So there's a, a difference in terms of, you know, radio. Sure. And then we're also going to have someone that's doing TV, a lot of TV um, right. and commercial stuff. So for you, I know you did commercial stuff in the past. And so we're going to ask about those things, but I'm, I'm just going to start with online casting because I'm super curious. I know that you use online casting. I think that's how we met as well. Sure. Um, Voice123 is an online casting site that I use yeah. frequently um, in my marketing pie. And I want to know your opinion about online casting. Mm -hmm. I see that you go back in. I've seen you back in there and on there. And I'm just curious about the whole process for you in terms of building a roster of talent mm -hmm. compared to going to uh, V123, why do you like it? And why maybe, what are the pitfalls for you as a hirer? Yeah. Okay. So I love voice one, two, three. I'm a huge fan. Um, my process has been, has sort of evolved over the years since voice one, two, three has been around. Um, but now what I do is when we have a script well, there's a lot of ways that I use it, honestly. I use it for casting when we know what we want. We've got a list of specs from our client or agency, and we know that we're looking for example, we're looking for a female, you know, age range 35 to 50, uh, American accent. And I can plug in these uh, keywords, search terms, mm -hmm. uh, but I also can go back to my favorites mm -hmm. like and others that have over the years we've developed a list of our favorites right and we know from experience right. who has the range that we're looking for and who is the most professional in terms of response time and you know uh, helping us out in different ways but really you know that's so we have we keep our list of favorites and so in addition to putting it out to the world of voice one two three which is how we've meet and find new favorites mm -hmm. um we can invite our favorites to mm -hmm. audition for a particular role mm -hmm. so that's the basic way that we use it as casting mm -hmm. sometimes what we'll do is if we're struggling with a script that we're still writing mm -hmm. or if we've written a script and our client comes back to us and says oh but you have to add this 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 and this and we need to we need to prove to them that that's not going to make a nice mm -hmm. little piece. That's too much information. Right. Sometimes we'll put their script up against ours and then be able to, to say, see, this is better. Don't you agree? And quite often they're nodding along and saying, oh, now we get it. Because when you hear something, it's so much different. And a lot of times our clients in the corporate arena are coming from a background that's mostly writing for the written word, right? Okay. So they'll write things that don't sound like a script. And so sometimes we do that. Um, and then that helps us get to the ultimate script. So it's not, I don't think it's, you know, an abuse of your time. It's very helpful for us. Um, but, you know, we, we have used it that way on occasion. Um, mostly it's for casting though, when we have a role that we're looking to fill. Um, the other thing I like about it is that when I when everybody responds, we can go through and highlight 
you know, I go through first and highlight the people that I like. And then I can share that with our director who's maybe doing it concurrently and we can compare notes and then we can download the voice that we like best and maybe even sometimes put that against picture if we already have a rough cut or if we've done some sort of ripomatic to prove the concept. Ripomatic. Um, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that's not, we don't do that a whole lot because we do a lot of documentary style things. But um, anyway, that's, uh, that's why I like it. I I'm, find it I'm, very I'm so curious, what do you look for when casting in voice, voiceover talent? That is, uh, it changes with the project, but yes. the basics. And I did, in preparation for our conversation, I, um, reviewed not only what I look for, but our directors. I talked to a few of our directors oh, and one of our editors. Wonderful. Because they all listen, you know, and they all have yeah. opinions and they all will tell me who was really good. And, you know, after recording and then after editing the content. So, um, so this is what I came back with. Um, awesome. I just want to interject and say your directors are top, top, top of the line, top notch. I mean, oh, they've directed so nice. me on things and it's the easiest sessions because they're so experienced like decades of experience and it's a pleasure to work and an honor to work with them so I'm thrilled that you asked them too what did you all say right so um I think Natasha that you know Vern Oakley he's actually started the company 35 years ago and has decades of experience. He's also an actor. He was a trained mm. actor before he okay. got into production. So he knows um, what he's listening for. He does. And he teaches a course at Baruch College in New York City on corporate video. Um, oh, cool. So oh my gosh. he said, uh, and I thought this was really fun. He said he always puts this question out to his class. You know, they're just beginning to learn. And he'll say, you know, what do you think is the most important? quality in voiceover and people say oh you know acting ability or you know um you know they'll say like you know a deep voice or try to describe the tone of voice but Vern said you know just on the very foundation of it it's a voice that makes you want to listen a voice Mm -hmm. that you enjoy listening to a voice that sounds good to you right so that's number one um because and we see this when we're going through the casting. If you come across it, unfortunately you do come across actors whose voices just turns you off immediately. <laughs> you don't need to listen to more than a few seconds because there are people out there who just have, they might be right for certain roles, but they're not voices that you want to listen to. So that's thing one. Sure. So that's or, sort of likability factor. They could sound like your mother-in-law. Yeah, I right. Mean, well, well, that's right? my next point. And so- you know, that can be as subjective. We always say, you know, don't forget the soundtrack is uh, half the film. Look at your cats. <laughs> I can't nice. control this. Oh my Try gosh, that's my... so cute. <laughs> she pops into most of my meetings. Okay, Aww. what's her name? And then we can move on. <laughs> her name is Piper. Oh, I'm really not going to pay attention to her now because she'll get very, very annoying very fast. Okay. Um, anyway, so... Was I saying about objective? It's very objective. You said subjective. It's subjective. I mean, subjective. So what we always say is that the soundtrack is half the film. 
right? So we think a lot about all the effort that goes into collecting the pictures. Um, and frankly, a little less effort goes into collecting the audio elements, but it really, it, you know, it's half the film. What you're hearing informs what you're seeing and vice versa. So the combination of voice and music is pretty much the soundtrack. And sometimes we do sweetening and sound effects, but that's the soundtrack. So mm -hmm. the voice is 50% of the soundtrack, if you will. So, you know, it's super important. Yeah. Um, now, what sounds good to me might not sound good to you, or, you know, there's subtleties, of course, when you're doing a casting and you're trying to narrow down a field of maybe 10 of your favorites down to two that you're going to recommend to your client. And then, of course, they react to some of that. So everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Um, and that's why we're called Tribe. <laughs> you know, we're, oh, we, that's cool. the film isn't made by itself. We are a group of people. And so we, we really do weigh everybody's opinion to say, I liked this voice because, and, you know, uh, a lot of that has to do with how it sounds. And sometimes it has to do with acting ability, which is the third thing, really. Um, you know, the ability to be able to give subtly different reads. Not everyone has that, you know, the ability to take direction and to understand the script. Um, you know, that's, I think that was my second point, frankly, <laughs> I skipped over it, but yeah. you know, this, the second thing is, you know, the, the ability to make a script sound interesting to really get right. what we're talking about and have that come through in the read. Not yeah. just sound pretty, right? Because anyone, exactly. it's a skill to sound pretty, but not everyone can interpret the copy. Right, and, and be able and to emphasize, to be able to emphasize the right words. And, um, you know, sometimes the same sentence can mean different things when you mm -hmm. have the emphasis on the wrong words. And, and, and so that's acting ability, I think, and a, a little bit of intelligence, frankly. Um, but we have scripts that we sometimes aren't really that happy with and we need help interpreting them and the voiceover actor can help us with that. So, yes, indeed, you know, mm -hmm. so those are the three things. That's cool because next week we're doing a show on, it's not just a voice. There's other qualities. You don't have to have a beautiful voice even, right? You have to be able to make the script come to life in a way people want to listen to it. Yeah, totally. Sure. You have been in um, casting for a really long time doing different things. And you said you were in commercial in the past. And um, I do want to touch on those things that you sort of shared with us previously about trends. Mm -hmm. um, and aside from the fact that COVID has created trends for us, mm -hmm. I was really fascinated with what you um, shared a little bit with us. Can you share it with our audience? Sure. Sure. So I did start. Yeah, I was introduced to casting way back when I was a kid out of college and I used to um, be responsible for talent payments and we were doing commercials and I would, you know, I started out managing the uh, voiceover sessions and I would do the paperwork for the actors and submit it to the payment partners and, you know, um, those days were very, very different where everybody had to report to the studio and then you would go into the studio booth and you had your 90 minute session. And if it went a little long, then there was overtime and all that stuff. That was uh, where I started back in the eighties. I'll say late eighties. <laughs> um, you know, so, but now, so will we. 
<laughs> yeah, it, so much has changed with the industry and with the technology and equipment becoming more accessible. And now so many people all over the country can participate in this. And, and that yeah. really opens up the field for us yeah. to um, incredibly, because it used to be just, you had to live in New York to, to get chosen, you know, or you had to live in LA. Um, but now we have voiceover artists coming to us from their own home studio all over the country, you know, and even the world, but mostly the country. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of trends, you know, back in the early days of my career, it was very, you know, the voice that you wanted or that was cast was a number one, almost always a man. Mm -hmm. um, almost always older and authoritative and, you know, had to have some experience in their voice, voice of God, you know, um, the announcer and, you know, that sometimes we would get into little comedic things where we would have childlike voices, but mostly it was, you know, your typical white bread man. Mm -hmm. Um, then I would say maybe, maybe around a couple of years back, maybe five years ago, there was a trend towards this snarky announcer, the one who had a bit of attitude in their voice. Um, Dennis Leary that, sort of um, yeah, yeah, area. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of, you know, uh, side talking, you know, just sort yeah. of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that sarcastic rye. Yeah, sort of, yeah, rye humor. Um, we don't see that so much in corporate world because, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're not trying to be that humorous and we're usually trying to be, <laughs> yeah, really we're not. Um, right. But nowadays the trend is towards authentic, really, you know, from the heart An accent means you're human, you know, like um, it doesn't have to be a typical voice. And that, frankly, when I'm getting back to acting ability, if someone can give us different types of reads, that's huge because, you know, that's really helpful. You know, you can have the happy or the more sardonic, you know, you can be flexible, but back to authenticity, you know, it really, that's what we talk about a lot is that our films connect with an audience because they're believable, they're human, they, you know, give an insight into what this company is like, either talking to their employees directly or talking to having their leaders talk to mm. their, you know, any kind of stakeholder. Um, and so authenticity, being, being real, being believable, being, you know, um, from the heart is, I think, what really matters now. And the beauty of what I've seen just in the past couple years is um more women more yeah. women are being requested in the casting um more women are being chosen even when i bring up because you know in the past say five ten years it would be like should we cast for women and men and then you can decide and they would say oh sure why not and then um <laughs> we would recommend a handful of women a handful of men and nine times out of ten they'd pick the man they just weren't hearing the woman as being that voice that they wanted to associate with their brand or their product or company, whatever. Now, what we're finding is that people are requesting women, not even, not even casting men uh, mm -hmm. sometimes. And, or wow. if I suggest, do you want to cast women too? They'll say, oh, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Let's just cast women. 
And, you know, and it's really refreshing, you know, being a woman, yeah. but it's also refreshing having seen that trend come, you know, yeah. it, just maybe five years ago, we would suggest, how about a female? And either they'd say no out of the gate or they'd be open to it. And we'd all agree that the man was the best voice in the end, including myself. You know, it's like you hear it more, I guess. And, you know, you hear it more in storytelling and feature films, or you hear it more on the radio and, you know, in what documentaries you're listening to, and it becomes more normal. Um, so yeah. that's great. I think. Yeah. It is. Great it's for you ladies. About too. diversity too. Yes. Yeah. I'm happy with the people on voice one, two, three, and yeah. you can tell the difference. Like I said, in a few seconds, there's plenty of people that will submit an audition. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the ones I'm going to list my pet peeves now. Yes. Yeah, please. <laughs> there's the ones who don't follow the directions, you know, like they'll put their demo up there. Not and me. Not I'm just script. saying note. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're so easy to just go right past because, and then there's, you know, um, I don't want to hear mixed music in the background because then we can't edit it. Mm-hmm. Um, Great point. You know, uh, people do that all the time. I don't know why. Really? I just like playing. Oh, with that's so food. surprising. Yeah, surprising. Yeah, and yeah. there's a thing on on the you know interface where you say do not mix music, and it comes back anyway. So that's just simple reading wow. directions. Um, the other thing is that we, our corporate videos tend to be like two to three minutes tops. And sometimes the voiceover portion is just 30 seconds or a minute of that. Uh, so we post the script in its entirety. And a lot of people who respond with an audition only record a portion of the script. And I understand why. I really do. I'm sure that there's people out there using those auditions without permission, without payment, um, which we would never do. But the reason why it's important for us is like I was explaining, we often will take an audition and put it against a storyboard or put it in a form that our client can imagine what the video is going to feel like. So if we already have a rough cut, we can put the voice against that. And then we can audition maybe you know, your choice or our choice and see who you like better when you see it against the picture. We can't do that if we don't have the whole script. And sometimes people are willing to do it again. If we go back to them and say, look, you're our recommended, could you please, you know, lay lay out the, uh, uh, lay down the rest of the script. But sometimes when we're moving super fast, we don't have time to do that. So we just have to move on to somebody else Mm, who recorded the script. These are good notes to take. You know, I don't know. I can see, I really can see both sides of the coin. And I know why people only, you know, if it's a two minute script, they want to move on to the next audition, just lay down a minute. That should be plenty for you to understand how I can do it. But if you go the extra mile, they'll probably pay off. Do you ask for them to read the whole script in your audition? Do you ask yes. for it? Yes, we do. Yeah. We usually put oh. that in the comments. So they're or... not following direction once again. Right. Once right. again. I I find that people are nervous about, and I've done this long enough, only once has it happened that I found it was actually twice for me, twice for you. Mine was on CNN. I want to say it was an accident. Yeah, it's very rare. I think, oh, I forgot. I forgot to let you know that you got the job and then I forgot to pay you that. That's rare. I really follow my heart and trust that it's not going to, plus you're right, it too. 
if it's too long and you're investing in that audition, then that's a lot of time, but, right. but yeah. you guys are so quality in terms of a production company that it's worth, it's Thank worth you. the effort that you put into it. So, um, well, right. I would never ask for that if we were doing like a, a five minute long thing, you know, it's <laughs> only on those short videos where we need to kind of prove a point, mm -hmm. um, that we ask for it to be completely, you know, record the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we don't ever not pay. Uh, we've had right. a few <laughs> occasions where the audition was so good. We wouldn't change a thing. And then we just say, go ahead and bill us. We used your- I love audition. that. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Right. Barbara, you've given us so much great so information. Much. And Thank we, you. Yes. Um, this is You're so welcome. valuable for our audience. Um, thank you. And we're going to put down resources below, but we also don't want to um, have a barrage of people calling you. So we'll talk right. to you after we're done about what we can share. <laughs> um, but what you've told us about online casting, uh, yay, solidifies yeah. so much of, of what I share with people and what I believe so, and, and beyond. So thank you so very much. You're welcome. Yay. How fun. Speechless.